We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Grinsel says it as it is on Kilkenny Today Business. You're welcome back to another week about Pat Tracy. He's already taking the piss on me here. <laughs> He's getting on to me. It's Frank Grinsel. We're here for the next hour. Uh, and just to start off, because Miles and Seamus will be listening, there's two vouchers outside with Anne out there um, from last week and the week before down in, in, in uh, I was going to say Kittler's, but actually him in Langton's for Langton's to, to use up. How are you going to use them? I don't yeah, know. Take well, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> you only buying beer with it anyway, that's a certainty, you know. But uh, Seamus, look, at that's outside there for you, and Miles, that's there as well for you. Uh, and we have another one to give away today. We of get course, they have, the, they have the takeaway down there. Yeah, yeah they have, so yeah. could do the, that. It's incredibly. And we're actually going to be talking to J.D. Flynn later on from Kittler's Inn. But a few things besides working, we're talking to David, David Duggan as well, who started a new business. And I think the legend is coming back, Michael... Michael Ling and Michael will say nothing wrong whatever he says he'll all, everything will be <laughs> Michael is deadly he's, he's the ultimate. politics was really his thing <laughs> we're on politics a good old reaction to Mike, Mick Delaney last week the trucker Delaney yeah. he's some character isn't he yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, and, yeah and you'd be you'd be way off to mark if you thought Pat that, that his accent resembles his brain capacity <laughs> because he's way he's way brighter than what he sounds he's way ahead of that figure is that a yeah, compliment yeah, no Mick yeah, if you're yeah. listening there but uh, <laughs> he really is isn't he he's bright yeah, yeah, yeah some worker and it was fantastic to hear him saying that when he was kicked and down and on the ground and his business failed yeah. that he just got back up and done it again mm. and Dave he, Dave invested a vast amount of money in that village in Tullerone yeah yeah, fast like a lot of money like they have a lot of business going on there yeah. you can buy everything from the bag of cement to the bag of, to, the, to the sliced pan yeah. It's, yeah. it's everything that a village shop needs to be and you'd like to see a lot like that doing well wouldn't you yeah and look that's what, what's nearly all villages now there's kind of one shop you know yeah, but and there's something about him. you need to be able to get the stuff. There's a cut about him, isn't there? There is, yeah, good, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know I was speaking, I got a few texts after the show about, about the other man was on, Noel Sherry. I think if you, t- in fairness to Noel, Pat, if you took that Belfast accent off him, <laughs> he, might, he, he might be more likeable. Now, if he hears this, he mightn't be likeable at all. But I think it'd be easier if he had Well, he's a, he's, a, he's a hard grafter. Yes, but what's I think what people don't realise, and lots of people, you know, and I, and everyone knows I go up around there, like, and I, I'm like everybody else. It's not everybody I like up there. Um, we often look at each other, myself and the lads that everybody is talking about. But there's fifty, there's fifty something up there now. Yeah, and I, yeah, and that's a lot. So yes, yeah. when people seen the Good Shepherd working before, you know, there was ten. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. T- twelve and two and six, yeah, yeah, and that yeah. type of thing. So it's a totally different animal altogether. I mean, right. it's it's a it's mm. a major thing. And, and when you're talking about these people, and look at, I don't think any of them lads that are individually, Pat are actually okay. Yeah, yeah. It's when you get a few of them together, you, maybe you'd like other company. And I'm being very straight about it. But Pat, there's none of them were told. I did say by anybody. Well, not many were told by many that they loved them or anything else and they mm, didn't come mm. out with a stamp on their forehead saying yeah, yeah. Listen, you're going to be a failure like society done that to him yeah. so it's sad like so he has a tough job doesn't he really he does yeah yeah. and well, you know when you're into that end of the thing the housing end of the thing you know it's it's really tough going 
it is I, I have this thing though where they're getting too much money you know where they're living mm, up there mm. they're getting fed they're getting clothed and, and they have they have too much money that maybe lads will be better off I think also there should be uh, there should be it should be compulsory education needs to be in, uh, given they need to be given a chance but they also need to be pushed towards uh, having to be involved in a course and something like that to, yeah, yeah. For, for better themselves and mm. that's why them apprenticeships we were talking about last week would make a huge difference to young lads I know it made a difference to all of us growing up Pat you know, it made a huge difference there's nobody allowed in I could take that as an insult to someone thinking I'm not washing myself or something like that like that. <laughs> it's not it's not hygiene remember the, remember the ad on the telly years ago B it's not driven by hygiene that there's no one allowed in it's Covid is stopping it is it yeah I, I'm afraid so yeah, yeah we, have, we all have to go down on the numbers we're talking to they say yeah. or we're meeting or we're I drove whatever I, I was actually down in Cairn um I was on the beach in Cairn this morning. I, I didn't actually see it. Where is that? It just—it's on the end of Wexford. It's just out there. It's in Peninsula almost. It's right. Just, uh, yeah, it's a good drive from Kilkenny now. An hour, an hour and a half, or that like down through. What well, have you a holiday home there? <laughs> I don't. I took it on a value one though. I took it on a value one, and um, and when you go down to a place like that about value one, what, what you know? I actually played a real. You'd be proud of me this morning because actually I got a let to tell me the value of it. <laughs> without me even knowing and it's the same lad I hope is going to buy it as well so. oh very good yeah right. <laughs> we'll throw it in higher than that on him anyway but, but uh, yeah, yeah it was a long way down yeah um, you know when the you internet are, tells you everything Pat does it yeah yeah. I can tell everything about you even the things you don't want I can tell you like, you're, you're okay there <laughs> you're gone quieter go on tell me <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I, I drove down and I was back up about, about three and a half round um, hours yeah yeah and and I asked and I asked the sales agent down there to go out and value it for me rather than me drive down. I wouldn't yeah. like to tell you the price he asked. It's cheaper for me to drive down from Kilkenny than what he is from Wexford Town. My God. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so I just thought it was shocking mean, so I said I wouldn't please him. I go down myself yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to do it and that but that's just all part of business like, mm. it's, it's just And is there a, is there a strong market would there be a strong market for houses say on the co on a coast like that or near well, the Well I think or? everybody has this dream of We'll, we'll have a house on the coast and it's going to be grand and the sun is going to go down and we're going to enjoy all the sunsets. <laughs> and I don't think it happens like that. Much the same as uh, someone buying a... We're selling one at the moment down in Innesteeg and we have another one in Greg the Man at Handy Money. Oh, and now Innesteeg, you're in premium country yeah, now. But, yeah, but I, I, would, like, I wouldn't say anything special about Innesteeg and I'm sure the poor old people... What do you mean? I'm just giving you an opinion, Pat. If you don't like it, that's not... Oh, but, but come here, I tell you, I just find that there's, there's everybody's nice views in, in, in Castlecomer or Ballycallan yeah. or, you know, I, I'm, I'm just finding a steak. And actually, I spoke to some of the... the I'd be talking to some of the neighbours when we're selling and we're just saying, how are you coping with tourists and yeah. at different times? Because I'd imagine they're stressed out by the tourists, mm, you know, mm, mm. coming down and parking everywhere. And tourists tend to look into your house regardless. They look in the right. windows okay. if you're on the street. It's just the nature of a tourist. But uh, a, a house in, in the sea now would tend to be valuable, uh, you know, this a higher value. This is a little street house stuck in between two others now. I think mm. there's one going towards... I but think. in general, uh, would, it, would it be a high value area? Well, in Kilkenny, Bennis Bridge... Dane's Fort. Right. Don't get, don't get excited over there, but De- Benesbridge, Dane's Fort are, well, are more going back towards Stony, yeah. uh, Stonyford, well, uh, Kells. Uh, I'd always better. imagine that a stri- uh, uh, there's a, 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 a if you like, a, a, a string right across from um, Cuffs Grange right across to Gordon. 
that it's very uh, it's very desirable area because you're li- you know you're living close to Kilkenny you're living close to the motorways will, the, and you're very central look it's true what you're saying but it doesn't work because of the the motorway or, the, or, or the, if you put that string in the centre of town and you create a circumference all around a circle of its yeah. own you'll actually see that you'll buy cheaper on the on the Kilmanis side or maybe the Freshford side mm, and Ballaragon mm, side mm. the northern side if you want to say that yeah, yeah. purely because that's that's what happens same as you buy, che- buy cheaper over on the John's side of the bridge rather than you know the borough side oh would you or, yeah or, or yeah. the village side yeah. mm. well village people want to live in the village Pat they'll pee in John Street on a Saturday night but they'll want to go back over the bridge to safety <laughs> you know so that's something that's well documented and well known like that okay. uh, village lads do that like I see uh, there'll be a few of them getting onto us now later <laughs> on but we have to think of a quiz so what, what we're going to do is we'll, um, we'll come up with one as we're thinking it'll be harder than last week where the Adam and Eve one now in fairness Mick, Mick came up with that quiz last week and it wasn't great like for such an intelligent man well know. I suppose yeah that's he well, if you didn't believe in Adam and Eve or you never heard about me, you, you certainly wouldn't have known it. But we'll stick local again. So we'll come up with one. Yeah, well, the your, your local ones tend to, you know, have come in for criticism too, you know. But from that, that's Anne down in Madeline Street. like, And, and she doesn't count because she's friends with me. All so, right. So okay. that doesn't matter. She was only giving out to me. Like, I, I, I met someone during the week. Uh, so it might come up based on, on, on someone I met during the week that I really right. enjoy. I, I really liked them. So we'll come up with something later on in that one. Um, we're going to be talking to, to Davy Dogan there. Um, would have been one of the Dogans in the Monster House. Lives out, lives out my own way. Oh right, he's a neighbour of yours, I say. Kinda, yeah, he lives yeah, down yeah. the well end part of it, yeah, the well off yeah. part of it, down in the village. <laughs> yeah, you know, not not up in the cottage. So we're going to be talking. He's a new business going, so we'll, we'll be giving him a ring shortly, and then we're going to ring JD then after that. So like, okay. Uh, so you you'll be phoning really, will you? Yeah, I'll, 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 yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm your I'm your secretary. Yeah, that's so exciting. <laughs> you may start dressing. Ma- a bit imagine better, that. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I. Uh, that's what uh, that's what my life is now. I think some of the some of the, the front page of the Kenny people there actually covers comments that were made on on the show there couple of weeks ago or maybe it was last week with Noel, Noel Sherry actually just about yeah. housing uh, as to how housing is respected by by uh, not just that case but by sometimes when people get it cheap to actually yeah. witness something myself recently but, uh, and, and a house wrecked in Kieran's Crescent which is a lovely mm-hmm, quiet place mm-hmm, to live mm-hmm. and then in bits you know and they walk away and it's repaired and they're given a key somewhere else to repeat the same consequences and nobody sort of the, the same actions and and, no, and nobody pays for the consequences it seems yeah. to be like and, and that's fair i think that's where some of the calls on noel sherry was coming in yeah 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 i think that yeah but sometimes that's mixed up you know it is yeah 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 and yeah, it's not yeah. really fair gets, by you know, yeah i mean some beautiful people get council houses and we were all reared in them ourselves Pat, and, and can be the makings of people you know that they, they you know that they, they have a place and uh, it, it gives them the the base to get going. Well, I'm on record to say that that, that my own grandparents were in the, in, in the and I don't mind talking about it. All were in the workhouse in Thomastown. Yeah, ended up they had the distinction of getting evicted from the butts. So yeah, that's, that's yeah. a fair distinction. Yeah, <laughs> it's an learning medal to me. Like, <laughs> but um, they got a house out and uh, a cottage out in Tullerone that actually then created a new life for them and a new life uh, for for the rest my uncles or aunts yeah, whatever yeah. That, that were beautiful people but were victims of circumstances mm. so we have to recognise that there's victims of circumstances as well that's right but there has to be a level of behaviour an antisocial behaviour has to be recognised that it can't be tolerated but we're poor at it you know and we don't yeah. ever want to say the wrong thing and I think some of us have a physical fear 
of backlash, which yeah. which which is terrible, you know. So uh, you'd be, you'd be looking at that. We're going to take a, a quick break, and we're going to come back then. Um, myself and Pat are going to figure out what, uh, the, the phone calls and that. And uh, look, I'll have a quiz when you come back. And thanks for listening. So it's Frank Grinsell, and we're here for the next hour. So I'll talk to you soon. Kilkenny Today Business with Fran Grinsell, who says it as it is. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Fran Grinsell says it as it is on the Kilkenny Today Business Show. We're joined on the line with Davy Dogan. How are you getting on, David? Hello, Fran, my old neighbour. <laughs> I was thinking, come here and tell you, uh, David, you're out in Talbot Inch, but you're famous for the for um, look at I suppose your name is uh, the Monster House. Really, is is that really? Isn't Duggan's of the Monster House really well known, long established business family, many yeah. generations actually. The fourth, actually, fourth great grandfather. Yes, just be the fourth generation. Which is incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it's a long yeah, time, you yeah. know. It's a long time. A long time. Yeah. A long time indeed, Fran. Ah, yeah, huge. Mary, you're married to Gillian, and I have to say, David, uh, uh, she's class. She's a lovely lady. I know she's a beautiful woman to talk to, to meet and that. And she's a great limerick girl. She is indeed. Well, you'd forgive <laughs> you'd forgive her for that, but she's dead sound, isn't she? Oh, she's uh, she's uh, sound out. Sound as they come. You're like yourself. You have twin boys as well. Twin boys, like yourself. Yeah, Paddy and Tommy. I know two right lads. I, I know the two boys well, but do you know the, the your young one? Oh, uh, the younger, uh, the Cara. Yeah. Cara, the, the all-star movie soccer. She's she's a brilliant bit of stuff now. Yeah, she it's is. She's fairly. She's fairly handy now. I know she she's good at soccer and everything else, and I know about her collecting or correcting you on, on football. Or but she's just one of these young ones you'd meet, and she always has a word for you, which is huge. Yeah. Now that probably probably comes from the type of you know from the kind of you know that thing where you're dealing with people all the time, and the kids often often overflows and kids as well as to how they meet people and how they work with people, and they're, and they're bound to end up actually dealing with people as they go through life. I'd imagine, are they? Probably. Well, are. I suppose as, as from a young age, you know. I started working in the Monsters when I was 10, 11 years of age and uh, you just got in there and you said that you always spoke with your, your chin up and looked someone in the eye and yeah, and do it. way forward, you know. We all, I, Dave, we all remember going down to the Monster House to meet Santi oh, yeah. and Santi yeah. used to stand on the box and have you seen Santi off the box? She was a, he was a different size altogether. He was a, a giant when he was in this little cubicle down the end of the shop. I think, uh, yeah. I think, I think Wilsey was his for, uh, was Wilsey Reed? Wilsey, yeah, Wilsey Reed. And uh, probably the, the, the iconic Santa Valdo was a gentleman called Jimmy Haid. Yeah. From, from the books. Uh, Jimmy was a great man. And he was Santa, I'd say, from 71 until... 1990, 1989. It was such a huge part of us, everybody from town growing up, wasn't it? The Monster House. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Look, but it was, it, like for any young listeners, it was a Santa. That was the Santa. And I remember in the old days, like, there would be a queue from, say, from the top of William Street yeah. into the side door just, just to get in to see Santa. Oh, and and I used to help out when I was young. I used to help out later was making up the Santa bags and it was just you couldn't count how many <laughs> yeah it was just thousands. it was all part of it and everything was so innocent and it was just a fantastic oh, yeah. and, it, and it was part of Christmas and that was it you went down to to the Monster House of Santa and that was, and it was just a great time it. you know oh, wasn't it really oh for sure 
was, for sure. Was, yeah. was it a sad part for you when, when it actually closed or when you changed how it operated? Yeah. I suppose you recognised times changing as well, didn't you, really? like that? Yeah, it was. It was a huge change, um, I suppose, not only for ourselves, but for the the people of Kilkenny um, and County, because I suppose that's where everyone got their confirmation suit or their communion suit. Yeah. Um, it was just, it was... Um, it it just it was like it was the old it was the Switzers of the Kenny, if you know yeah. what I mean. And probably what changed it all then was Dunstores coming to town in the mid to late eighties and that just changed the whole concept of of the monsters at that time. It's it's a sad part of modern living where we see, you know, um I don't know who would who who actually announced extra jobs. Um we don't have Michael Kenny. Whatever store we don't have, that's the that's the the company that Tesco. Tesco, and yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, say, but everybody yeah. thinks that your supermarket comes in and creates new jobs, but it's actually doing away with them with a the whole, just a range of different jobs that uh, only they're concentrating one spot, and they've all these other businesses closing up because of it. Like, I, I, yeah, there's a kind of a downside to it as well, you know. As well, to, like when we talk about delivery solutions in, in a few minutes, I'll explain more to you on the concept that came into my mind. A while back, but look, it's it's like everything. It's shop local, stay local, support local. Because you know, as you know well, fan. If we don't do this over the next year and going forward, we won't have shops. We won't have little places to go in and buy your groceries or your into the menswear or ladies' boutiques or they'll all be gone. Well, as as that. we had. Last week we had Mick Delaney on. He's a local councillor and he's a number of businesses going really good lad. And and yeah. actually spoke freely about a business he had running as a butcher's in in Clamella was where, where it actually closed up and he got going again. Lost a huge amount of money, but reckoned the only way to get back was to actually try again. And it's not simple like the the whole thing. And this new thing now, this COVID, really nobody we never knew we were going to be living in a pandemic where you know where it was going to make such a change to our lives. And it has, David. Oh, completely, completely, and I can see it even with a lot of older people that I know, and I think my own age, and I'm not a... a I thought a, you were going to say me there for a second, then. No, I don't that. <laughs> well, so, like, I think it's just all ages, it's not just like they're saying the older people, it's it's everyone, I think, and and I, I just, I'm, I'm kind of a positive person by nature. Yeah, yeah, you're always smiling, yeah. The chin up, come on, just drive on, and... I just think it's going to be, we all are going to have to be more positive and, and look after each other, whether it's supporting through business or supporting, calling and looking after each other. But I just think the next number of weeks are going to be quite difficult. And you know, I just think we just need to all pull together. That's been honest, Fran. Well, we had arra- I had arranged, the lads were going to be let go last Friday. And next thing I got a call, which I had let them go, and I got a call on Friday evening at half six uh, from Pat David of IPAP to say that, um, no, we were okay. We could stay going. So the lads were balled back in Tuesday and delighted because if you go in November, you're gone in December. And I don't want to be, everyone wants to be able to pay wages and keep yeah. people employed. You know, there's only a few with me, you said, but it makes a difference to a few families. Like, so it's a oh, huge, huge. Part of it. It's huge, huge, big time. Mary, you're a small story before we got to the new business. Do you, know, do you remember when you took out the stairs over the Monster House? Oh, I gotcha. I bought that. <laughs> did you? I did. I knew who you bought it to. Yeah, I did. And I caught him. There's not many lads did cut him, though, in no. fairness. But, <laughs> no, but, and, I, and I can tell you what I bought. 
I bought, did you ever use it? I did. It went into, I bought it for £110. I bought the first part for 50 When I went back to buy the second part, it went up a tenner. But I, I took the strings <laughs> off and we put them into, when we were renovating, we used to be in Tinney Park House and we were renovating the holiday yeah. homes in Tinney Park House. I fitted those two, two four sections of stairs, are, uh, or two sections of stairs are in the stables in one of the apartments, in both in two apartments in Tinney Park House. Wow. And wow. so and we so we had a huge con, uh, cross section because we also have a pine stairs, a piranha pine stairs that was fitted in the butts. I also bought that for fifty quid and that's in one of the stables as well. But that that stairs out of the monsters, you'd nearly want to build a, a house or an apartment around it because no, it was so wide. Yeah, but we narrowed it down. Pity, really, narrowed but we narrowed it, it down. And but it was a beautiful pitch pine oh, and, and a real yeah. slow stairs. The the risers between were only four inches, so you'd go up and down it. It was just a beautiful stairs. But come here, that's just many a time I, I remember running up and down that stairs. Can I must you, get a look at it someday. Can you imagine the amount of people who walked up and down that? Yeah, and are still oh, going. It's brilliant. Yeah, come here, oh. delivery solutions. This is a, a brainchild you had that. Um, and, and it, it fills a huge gap, David, or it should fill a huge gap, like if people are thinking about it, like you have this, you come up with this plan. Yeah. So, kind of two years ago, uh, I was on William Street. At uh, this point, it all kind of got started. I was on William Street, and I, I knew the driver of this van, it was an Umar van, uh, support support van. And I knew the driver, and I said, what are you up to? He said, God, he said, come here and have a look at this. So he opened up the back of the van, and it was full of stuff for Christmas. Now, it was, I'm not saying where I was going to, yeah. but I was going to a parish outside of Kilkenny. He said, that's all going to, to one area. Yeah. I said, God, I said, what? He said, it's all Amazon. I said, God almighty. I yeah, said. yeah. So, kind of, I didn't really think too much about it. I did at the time. and oh, it was sad. Then, <laughs> then, what happened then with, I just kind of went off for a while and, then with COVID there, maybe a year and a half later, when it happened, six months before, just little things started to think, I used to start to think, well, what is badly needed in Kilkenny? Yeah. And um, initially, we started with delivery uh, solutions. We started working with pharmacies and medical centres in Kilkenny. Yeah, good so idea. So basically, Fran, is that if, for whatever um, reason that you can't go to your local pharmacy, you ring your pharmacy and they'll get in contact with us and we'll deliver your prescription uh, to your door. Um, we've refrigerated it in the back of the car. Um, it is very much a personal service and, you know, it's not big um, couriers driving up to your front door and everyone's wondering what's going on. So it is kind of a, more of a personal service. It's very responsible, so isn't it? Well, it is because you have to be very, very mindful of what you're handling and... Yeah. Um, you know, we were working with a few of the top pharmacies in Kilkenny. We just let it grow that way. Um, that started around five, six weeks ago. And then we are have started now with the local retail in Kilkenny, online shopping. So we started with goods there um, 10 days ago and a number of other high street outlets. So we're delivering for them to people's front door as well. So the, the business is kind of going to evolve and over the next number of months and in January and February um, we will be launching the business um, with local businesses delivering and working with them. But, but initially, sorry Fran, the, yeah? the, There's so many clients and customers that, that if you just think about the amount of people that actually need someone calling and need yeah. delivered and that, it's actually huge as to what, what it could end up. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, look, we're just going to grow it. Like the pharmacy end, will, you know, it's it's that's really what we're pushing at the moment because it's really important that people get their prescription. I had one lady there yesterday, and she was just out the Cascoma Road, and you know, she had no no way of getting her prescription at all. Yeah, it's and I got a phone call at a quarter past twenty past five, and from the pharmacy, and just went straight to it. I was coming back from Ballyraggers and just went straight in, collected and got it. We're in, like, we were chatting for a few minutes, lovely lady, and uh, she just, but she, she, she was worried that she wasn't going to get it, and I suppose the way she was looking at it, it was coming to six o'clock, she oh, wasn't yeah. going to get it. You know? okay. And there actually is a huge amount of trust in it, isn't there? When you think more, the more you think about it, actually, it's built on trust, that. It's a huge amount on trust. On, that end, of, on that end of it, anyway, like on, yeah. on the and pharmacy. And even with the pharmacies, yeah, you know, it's going to take a, you know, I suppose that I know a lot of the pharmacies in Kilkenny over the years um, that there would have been a trust that they would know me, but I suppose like Anton fan, you know, business, it just doesn't happen like that. So no, but the name won't hurt, Dev. What's that? The name won't hurt you on that yeah. one, now. Like, there <laughs> would be an element of trust in that, like, and that, um, yeah, the, the genuine about the whole thing. It's a great, like, it's a brilliant idea, and you'd love to see enough happening that it that it works for you. You know that kind of way that can continue yeah, on it. I think it will. I think the pharmacy end will will just it'll be a slow burner, but it is getting busier. In the last two weeks now, we've noticed that it's picking brilliant. up. Um, but it, this is for it's it's not because just of COVID now, and it's it's something that it's a service that would be all year round. And um, with the retail, it's like I'm my family is still involved in the retail, and we've been yeah. still. I'm still. I'm driving on that support local, and and uh, you know, if you can spend money in your own local city, spend it because they'll be there. If you do, if they don't, it's it's, it's just it's a, it's a fact of life. We don't support our own businesses in Kilkenny. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Where, how how do people get you? Well, really, it's it's uh, the, the email address for uh, Delivery Solutions is David at Delivery Solutions. Ie. David at Delivery Solutions. Solutions. Ie. And they can also contact me on 087 286 3905. And um, it's 087, David. 286 delivery solutions, solutions. That's, a, that's actually yeah it's an easy one to, to think it's of like. an easy yeah it is and we are at present doing a website but the way the business is evolving at the moment we just want to make sure it's done right um, so that'll probably be up and running there in the first week of December brilliant is it okay we touch base with you again Van you ring me anytime <laughs> <laughs> it was a time I could say deliver me home of a Saturday night but you're there you go <laughs> <laughs> well I know where to find you fam. oh jeez <laughs> hey, you look a great talent yeah I wish look Karen the lads and Gillian the best as well and, uh, and she's looking forward to meeting you soon again yeah fam we'll see you please God we'll see you thanks uh, Dev see you soon and thanks for having me fam thanks Dev bye bye Cheers. thanks Dev bye now bye bye
That's David Duggan outside. He has um, new business up and running, Pat. And, it's, and like, when, you, when you actually start thinking about the medicine end of it, like the pharmacy end of it, there's a huge gap there for a lot of people who are actually on their own and depend on people to go down and collect stuff or collect up family who don't have time. Yeah, and uh, the other thing too is uh, that what I liked about it was uh, that it's supporting uh, small businesses that, you know, that can't deliver. You see that, yeah. you know... He can deliver through him. It's very. Come here, yeah. Look at it, the easiest thing to do with a sale like that is to say, "Just that's mad," or uh, "How could that?" or "What's he thinking there?" or "How does that work?" But in fairness, he's making an effort and he's trying to get it right, and he's trying to fill a void that's there. You know, so like you'd have to hand it to him on that. Like, so he's trying to get going. I know he's, he sells uniforms, uh, work uniforms, kitchens, and stuff like that. But look, at he's very, very good. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him now, and he's a lovely chap, but a lovely family as well. You know. Come here, I, I think we're going to take a break, Pat, are we? Or are we liable for one? We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. We're back and listen, thanks for hanging on there. I had to take a break. Um, truth is, I was busted for a pee, Pat. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> we're joined on the phone with Michael, Michael Ling. There's background music there still, but you're going to take out. Yeah, just to keep us soothe them into it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> There's no soothing need for Michael. He's okay. You there, Mike? How are you, Fran? How are you doing? I can play guard you anyway I want it because you look at a, a salesman, you're well able for it, aren't you? I'll handle it, I'll handle it all right, Fran. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, some crack. You're some yoke. Yeah. Are you still supporting that whole GEA thing, Michael? Still supporting that, Fran, yeah. It's unreal, isn't it? <laughs> well, as part of you, you're synonymous with the GEA, so it doesn't matter what you do now. That's where you... That's, you know, I told you before, you young lad is way nicer, didn't I? You told me that, you told me that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's been said to me as well, so you're okay with that too. We're all, we'll survive yeah. that one too, like, we'll be okay. No, you won't, you won't insult me by saying that. <laughs> no, yeah. Black, black cat, was it? Black kitten, is that it? Yeah, it was black cat, black kitten. Hey, yeah, come here, but you're around a long time and we never, ever, ever would have expected this. It's unreal, isn't it? Never in my life. It was the last thing I we ever expected that would happen. Uh, like you think of other things that happen and you know uh, we had funny things down over the years we had foot and mouth and we had every year so we never thought of a, a virus like this that would throw us not just uh, the, the Pekenny or Ireland but the whole world, world sure. yeah over, yeah. Actually, yeah. it's a strange thing when you're when you're you're listening to Pat there saying, you know, we're talking about up and down. How serious is it? Then when you turn on just the world news and you're seeing the rest of the world closing down, we're actually going well over here considering like. I suppose we are like, well, I suppose it's controlled fairly well and have been controlled well. And I suppose it's very easy to be critical of people and say they should have done this and they yeah. should have done that. But the people in the in the authority and the people who are making decisions didn't know what to expect. This was something new that came on them as well. And uh, you know, they just weren't we weren't prepared for it. Sure, Jenny, Michael, to get to get us to do anything like is really hard, isn't it? Like Ireland is a hard place yeah. to manage. Do you know, like it really yeah, is. So it's to get us to give up. You have to get everybody on board. You have to get everybody to go with you anyway, isn't it? Oh, it is. Yeah, the coming of Jesus. We were expecting the coming of a new Jesus. We weren't expecting the coming of this COVID, though. You know, it really, it really, it really. How hard is it to sell cars now? Uh, it's, it's look. It's difficult. I suppose we're, we're not open. We're 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 our workshops and parts department are open. Uh, for service and we're in trying to back up the, the service department to try and give as good a service as we can to our customers and people who are in trouble you know and trying to make sure we keep people on the road and uh, it was coming into this time of year it's it's winter time 
you know, brakes and lights and wipers and, and tires and everything must be in good order. And uh, uh, we're trying to make sure that we have everybody keeping safe on the roads. Yeah. Selling uh, cars, we're doing it remotely. We're doing it over the phone. We're trying to give people an idea price for twenty for twenty one for January. Uh, and look, we're working the way through. The, the salesmen are working hard on the phones and working at it. And uh, again, trying to help people out, you know, uh, the best we can. Is is it a uh, will twenty twenty number play be one that you want to burn? Twenty twenty will be a year <laughs> an awful lot of people will will want to forget. Uh, not just the motor industry, but everybody. Yeah. Uh, and I suppose look at we've we've handled it very well in Kenny. And okay, there are there are some very unfortunate cases. I suppose where people have got COVID and just people have lost lives over and the family have lost loved ones. You know, but. And that's very sad. Ah, oh, brutal. That's the ultimate, and that's the price. That's the ultimate price you can pay. But I think, in general, people we've handled it fairly well in Kenny. And look, at, it, we we talk about young people going out and socialising. I suppose they're young. We were there one time ourselves as well, and like it's very hard to face someone of that age down. But look, I think in general, everybody's handled it fairly well. Do you know for is is the hard dog or, or, or the hard the old dog for the, the the hard road? Because it comes into play now, Michael. Have you you know you're lining up sales for next year? Yeah, uh, we are. Uh, how how, how are you contacted? Do people call up to the garage to you or just phone you? Or? No, well, well, we're, we're trying to do it all remotely, uh, Brian. You know, like it's it's a bit strange. People come in to have their car serviced and uh, work done, and they're sitting down waiting, and they're looking at cars in the showrooms and that, and. Uh, like we try to keep all the social distancing in place as much yeah. as possible. We have to, to, to sanitize this out, uh, you know, and encourage everybody to stay safe. I suppose, you know, it is it is difficult. It's, it, there's no question about it. It's difficult. And this is a very important part of our year. In the oh, massive! Like pre-sale, it's huge, you know, and uh, uh, we're going to be hurt badly on pre-sale. I think, you know. Uh, like, it's not easy it's tough going no hey Michael an, auction, an auctioneer or a, or a car salesman with a mask it's not exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh, at, no, la at last they're dressed properly <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, getting, we're getting used to it we? we're getting used to people you may, you may start wearing the cowboy hat and sure look we'll be complete then you know? <laughs> put a saddle on that and that is yeah. I know look at it it's really hard like it's very hard but just not maybe this year it's coming to an end and have you the motor show coming up Mike uh, no, uh, well, we'd grow no point in having the motor truck because uh, that's can't you gather. Couldn't, you couldn't have it, you couldn't have gathering, you know. But maybe later on in the year, when, when, when we come back, when we open up again or go back to a lower level than five, uh, we might have some kind of virtual motor show. I uh, think so. We, we, look, we look ahead and see, you know. I think so, because it's something that everybody looks forward to. Yeah, well, people like it. Yeah. Customers love it, like, and love to come in and stand around and look around and see all the new models and see what's out there and. They give them a chance to make their mind up then what they want to for the, the boy, you know. And some people just come in to have a look one day interested in buying, just come in like, look, that new car. Yeah, social outing, yeah. It's like, it's like a tie, I suppose everybody likes to see the new ties. Mayor Michael, Mayor, it's great. I always enjoy talking to you because you can always say anything you want to and usually just take the piss. That's very nice, <laughs> Well, you'd be like myself, you'd never say too much wrong. But come here, uh, look, I wish you well and I really hope that you go well. I, pedigree dictates that you will do well because you've gone, you've come through hard times before, you know, so um, we might give you a shout in the new year to see how things are going, if that's okay. Well, um, I, think, Frank, I, will, I suppose 
it's to, not just for our business. It's difficult. For ah, everybody. for everybody. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And our, our policy is we're asking everybody to shop local, stay local. Yeah, you know, brilliant. And, and and mind ourselves. And if everybody makes a small little bit of an effort, this thing could be an awful lot easier down the down the road. You know, and it's just serious. Like you know, don't mind what some people say that they don't care about stuff like that. It just kills. You know, nearly two thousand people in Ireland. Ah, yeah. It's a serious virus, and uh, you know, in the long term, to pay us all to mind ourselves. Mayor, look at I'll talk to you in the new year. Fan, good man. Thank Sound you, Michael. Best of luck to you, bye. Thanks, Michael. Bye, 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 bye. He's <laughs> some yoke in his stay going, isn't he? He's a great fellow, Michael Ling, Michael Ling Motors there. How he got on, how he started and how he progressed. It's unbelievable. He's the ultimate businessman, really, like as to how he done. Well, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're talking to, talking to J.D. Flynn from Kittler's Inn. About different things, Pat, not what you're expecting. We won't mention Matty White being 80. I can't believe Matty White is 80, you know that? Would you believe that? Kilkenny Today Business with Fran Grinsel, who says it as it is. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Frank Grinsel says it as it is on Kilkenny Today Business. Frank Grinsel, we're back for the last part of it. Pat Tracy driving the show there. You're an incredible driver, Pat, really, like Miss Daisy over the far side there. Oh. Um, that was really good, talking to Michael and that, and, and we have JD coming on now. And actually, we'll talk with Matty White when... Um, <laughs> JD, how are you keeping... I'm great, Fran. How are you? Ah, it's good. To we actually have a, a... You wouldn't... Maybe you'd know this man, Matty White, but he actually was a manager in New Park Hotel before your dad came into oh. training there. Because J.D. Flynn is the son of John, we say that, uh, New Park Hotel. But you're uh, the main man at Kittler's now, or a senior, Seth uh, and Dermot. And... Um, Jenny. Richie. Richie. <laughs> yeah, yeah he shoot right, me, yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. How, are you, how are you getting on, J.D.? Good, we're good. So look, given the circumstances, we're, we're keeping well. We're keeping ourselves busy, you know? Um, look, it's been a change, all the levels, and just trying to adapt to everything. You know, you're going from having a nine-euro meal to only having 15 people inside, and then not being able to serve inside at all. And, you know, now we're outside on the street, and we're selling our teas and coffees and our, and our bottle bonds outside. I just I just seen your famous bottle bonds, but I just seen when you were operating there and was working, and I was in a good few times Saturday night, and it couldn't have been run better. I mean, everything was so well run under control, no mess, and everyone at their table, you didn't go off to another table. It must be frustrating, is it? It is, it is. Thanks very much for saying that. Now, because it is, it's, it's a lot of work goes into it. And, you know, you're trying to keep everyone in their boots and you're trying to keep everyone happy and you're also trying to abide by the rules, you know. You're, you know, you just, you wouldn't, forgive your, you wouldn't forgive yourself if someone ends up catching COVID or getting sick yeah. and you were being responsible, you know. And, and it, it's tough on that side because you see places that they probably aren't doing as much as you're doing. And it, and it can be a little bit frustrating as well. And I know from, from other industries, they, you know, they might be closed down and they might see other people open and they say, well, why are they open? And I, 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 I work just as hard to keep everyone safe as, as say, that, that industry. And, you know, it can be frustrating on a number of different levels, you know? Well, I think for uh, on the end part that affects most of us, we said a, a few drinks of a Saturday night, I mean, everybody looks at house parties and says, well, how can you have a house party with 30 people in it? Uh, I know they're not meant to, but it happens all the time, and yet you can't go down to Hitler's and have a few pints. Yeah, it's, I mean, like it just comes to show like how much of a social hub, you know, your local pub is. Oh, and Hitler's is, has been, has been a, a focal point for so many people. 
over the years and so many people have met like couples I've met Nero's you know the amount of people that say to me should I just go into Nero's or should I used to be up in the balcony in Nero's or, or I met so and so there and, and you'd be like you know there's so many generations of people that yeah. have met another person or a partner there well I think for Kittlers I think most of our mothers would have worked in Kittlers on the tables uh, I forget who had it at the time but it, back oh, you know 50 years ago um I think any of the women from town all done the casual labour went in and served in there and everything else. As uh, it's just always an integral part of Kilkenny and it's a huge part of of the tourist industry and where people want to get a photograph taken. It's just wiped out at the moment. It's very sad. But like you said, yeah. you came on positive, uh, and Michael was positive. Young David Duggan was positive, and it's about just staying going and staying at it. You know. Yeah, that's it. Let's let's stay positive. Let's not be COVID positive. But yeah. Let's be let's be yeah. positive about how we go about it. You know what I mean? you know keep our minds busy keep the place going and you know yeah. even if you have to change it up like we're changing up we've done we're doing a lot more teas and coffees we're after Are you? Expand, expanding our coffee selection we're after getting in brand new coffee machines you know that real artisan um, espresso makers there's no room for the lad that likes the cup of tea at all Gee, the, like there's always room for a lad who loves a cup of tea hey JD you're an Iron Man hey uh, it took me a while. It took me. It took me two goals to become an Ironman. Pat, Pat doesn't know what it is over there. We'll explain. What right, well, explain I, what? I, I know well. <laughs> know enough well, to keep away from it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you mad or what, like JD? Are you mad? Oh sure. Look, that's that's what we tell her. What is it you like? Know? You run, you cycle, and you swim. That's right. You swim, swim, bike, run in that order, and you you run, you swim four kilometers. You cycle 180 kilometres <laughs> and then you run a marathon from here to Dublin but that, that means you're wet the whole time uh, that means well I tell you when we did it down in Cork last year we were he- we were wet all the time it poured out of the heavens it could poured. you say that again Jedi? you swim 4 kilometres yeah you swim 4 kilometres you cycle so, 180 yeah 180 kilometres so 112 miles on the bike and then you run a marathon so that's you know 42.2 how long does that take the whole. It's, it's 11 hours it's 11, 12 hours at the best and how many breaks do you get? Sure, there's no break you keep going as soon as the whistle goes as soon as you get into that water you're a non-stop go what's the age of the, what's the eldest fellow that's doing what, what age is the eldest oh, man that's doing? Oh, there's lads up there around 90 I think there's an, an old <laughs> Japanese man that's going you're, you're, you'd be young but the same lad as 90 was 35 when he started it is it? <laughs> it's well, after taking him 60 years to complete that's you know ridiculous what, it's, all, it's a mindset it's a, it's a mindset so once you get into the water you just keep going you know the only person you're racing is yourself and the but only you must be you competitive JD you can't do that without being competitive like Oh, well, you have to be, you have to be self-driven. You have to be motivated because it's a long day. It's just eleven or twelve hours, and you have to tell yourself, "I got to keep going." And when I finish this, I need to get on the bike. When do you when eat? I finish that, I need to. So you, you eat as you go along. So you eat when you come out of the swim, and then you eat as you're going along the bike, and then you eat it's as you're going. It along. sounds like Forrest Gump now, but when do you pee? And when do you get off it? Or well, when do you stretch? You can, you're stretching the whole time. It's just a constant hardship, like. It's constant, yeah. You gotta, you gotta manage your nutrition because I mean, you you only store ninety, uh, ninety grams or ninety minutes of um, of energy at a time in your carbohydrates, or so you gotta replenish that. I'd say myself and Pat are higher than that, now, but. <laughs> but oh, sure. Like we, I remember eating pop tarts as I was going along, Gina. and eating little brown bread sandwiches on the bike, and there'd be guys and they'd be feeding you uh, Doritos. And uh, orange slices as you're on the run. Oh, you'd eat anything. How long are you draining at this? 
training now nearly three or four years for it. You know, what running costs are involved? Is it an expensive hobby? So after the bike, it's after the it's bike. Not. It's a it's a good pair of runners. <laughs> you know, that's all you need: a bike and a helmet and a good that's pair incredible. of runners. You're incredible. Like. Gee, that's incredible. Like, I never realised it was so difficult, Pat, that somebody would actually put themselves through that much pain. <laughs> all oh, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be right for a week. You wouldn't be right for a week after it, you know? So you're not right at all. Is there any normality in you at all? Where, where, what does Una say to that? You, oh, you, sure, you have yeah, a young family now. You have Una and you have... They're my two biggest supporters, so, like, they're there on the sidelines. And, uh, they're, 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 like, they're, they've been great. And, you know, they're supporting me, and I... I have a, a running buggy and it's a three-wheeler and, I, and people often see me going up and down the ring road. I have my baby Donald. I've yeah. got a baby now too, but yeah. I have him in the in the front and I run. I'd be running up and down the ring road with him in it or be doing the park run on the Saturday. How do you train with, like, are you train on your own all the time or you train with a group of lads? Is there a group of lads into that Ironman? There'll be a group of lads, yeah. The, I did uh, Ironman now with um, a guy called Ross Hennessy of, you know, Hennessy Dry Cleaners there. Yeah. Mm. And myself and Ross would do a lot of training and uh, it was myself and Ross that drove over to Bolton in uh, England and um, we, uh, he was the man in charge of all the logistics and he brought us over and he brought us back and he did an Ironman in between. He and I'll tell you a funny one. I'll yeah. tell you a funny one. He, he did an Ironman in Cork, right? And then the next day he went into Kittler's and he played a gig. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't fit to move for about a week and he went in and he played, actually I think he played two gigs. He was in here a few weeks ago. We had him in. He was a, he's taking over the dry cleaners and he's doing this as well. He's missing the music and that. I never mentioned that. He, that you all look normal to be doing something like that, don't you? Really, like because that's not normal behaviour. <laughs> sure, we're all not. We're all not. How many miles? How many kilometres do you run again? We're a marathon. Ah, uh, J- uh, listen, JD, like you've gone up so much in my admiration. I had no idea, like that you were actually—that's incredible. Like that, that's a huge form of sport. It's incredible, and you're still able to run the business. You get up there and do it. You're lucky you have the two boys, Richie and Dermot, all the same. Ah, well, that's it. Yeah, well, I have the two lads. Run, uh, they they run a great show, and anybody that goes into Killers will know Dermot. Ah, they're excellent. You know, we've yeah. probably been thrown out by one or two of them. No, no. <laughs> but come here, Mags, there's some lovely people working down there. It really is a family thing. And it's always oh been like that. So it's just this lovely place to... to oh, God, it wouldn't, it wouldn't take it out. Mags, the chef, in, in the kitchen, or Dermot and Richie, or Mags on the floor. You know, the, the people are all, they're crucial to, to Kittlers. And they're, they're a friendly face. And, you know, Kittlers is, is, is just an old building without these people, you know. I had a volleyball in the roast beef is fair. Uh, Pat, uh, it's just something you'd, you'd want every time you'd go in, you know, mm. it's just great. Yeah. Uh, there's a text in about... Yeah, it's lovely to see the market yard being used by Kittler's Inn. Lovely staff and great food that comes I from Anne and High Street. Yeah, yeah, Anne, right. Yeah. Oh, come here, but come here. Ah, well, it's not your idea because the goodwill that's for ye, for Kittler's, yeah. And and your mum, we say, because your mum is quite lady, Nikki, we say, but the goodwill for ye as a family and what you've done in Kittler's and the stability that you brought to the building and the business there. And it just continued. And everyone wondered when you were, including myself, everyone wondered when, when you came in, how you would fit into the place that seemed so, it was being so well run, but you actually, you enhanced it without any change in the, in, in the whole thing. It was lovely. It was oh, good. Yeah, well, I'm like delighted you, for you. You gotta, I gotta find my, I had to find my place in in the business, and you know, it's you want to put your own stamp as well. You know, you want to you you, you want to bring the business up, and you want to bring it forward, and you want to expand. And 
but you gotta be, you got to respect where it's come from as well, you know. That's a huge, but that's a huge part of life, isn't it? To acknowledge where something is coming from. That's that's real success. Like but that comes down to breeding too. I remember I, I worked with your dad. I, I said it to you before in New Park Hotel. He trained uh, when he was training as a training manager with Mister Kerr in New Park Hotel back in 1976. He came to. Kilkenny I'd say and your granddad had a horse called Melodon that won the Daily Express Triumph Hurdle that's right that's a, that's a famous story like, I, I mean, won a few quid on him I never forgot about did, it did you, win, did you win money on Melodon? I did win money on Melodon that yeah. was huge like, I mean that, the, the Triumph Hurdle in, uh, in, in Cheltenham in Cheltenham was just the, the, one of the biggest days for our family well I remember, I remember they well. still talk about it will I tell you the no. price? no go on tell us 6 to 1 how much money did you put on it? I can't tell you because I had a problem <laughs> with gambling at the time. <laughs> That's cured since, so we won't go there. Like, but I used yeah. to like gambling, yeah. But it was just a, a great time. John was great. Different than you. You, you actually have your mother's traits more so than your dad and that's and not running down your dad but you, there's a lovely thing about you the fact that you're able to run like that that's mental come here JD come here we're, I'm cutting it short but I hope to get you on again because you're lovely to talk to and so when we get back in action you can come back talking about Caitlin's in but you're still open that. down there anyway JD ain't we're you? still, you're still open. flogging like. we're, op- we're open from the side you can call in your orders or you can go online uh, it's on our Facebook and can you get follow up on and chips to take away you can catch your Volivant's uh, takeaway and you can eat in the market yard. Brilliant. New public seat. Okay, we'll be down. JD, thanks for that. And I think I'm you seeing can. you later on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, JD. Bye-bye-bye. Where, isn't he a brilliant fella? Uh, outstanding. Uh, yeah, he's lovely. He's a class young lad there now and he's fallen in, you know, came in behind the lads. Um, a couple of texts in for you more, so oh, definitely shit. something for Fran to take up in his spare time. Oh, and uh, Seamus Nugent, that came in, first one for yeah. man, and Seamus Nugent, Fran, your knees will never stand up to an Iron no, Man. No. <laughs> I, I don't know how anybody can actually put themselves yeah. through that. It's an incredible yeah. thing. Here, Pat, the hour has gone quick. Enjoy the old crack. We never it's did a quiz. Yeah, look at it. So we, we'll do it next week. We'll pick up oh, the question. Yeah. A bit more organised, and I might be on time as well. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all be great. More for a chat, like, but yeah. come here for, for Matty White. He's not 80, Matty. Okay. Listen, it's just your birthday. We'll take it back to you. You look about 60, but I know you're not. But happy birthday, Matty. I know it's your birthday on Wednesday there. Matty Garrigan was talking to you during the week, and Mary, they're flying. Quiet. And look at Pat, I appreciate what you do every Thursday for me as well. Um, and I've no interest in learning how to do it, so you're okay. fine. You'll keep your job. <laughs> for anyone that's listening, thanks very much. It's on the morning, Pat, isn't it? 9 yeah, to 10. 9 to 10. So, look, we'll talk to you next week with a prize as well. And thanks for listening. Bye bye for now. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM.